Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. I uh, just want to let you know before we get started with our Supercoach updated side that the Supercoach Big Les's League is out now. The code is 913549913549. That's the code. It's also on the Instagram story if you missed it then. Uh, but we're trying to build up this league before the season starts. Our public league has already got 20 out of 20 entries. So we've already full um, for the first league. This is the second league. Uh, you can only join with the code from the story, and the code is 913549. So make sure you go ahead and join, but let's get this show on the road. All right, so let's have a look at this super coach side going into round zero. Uh, we have a pretty decent-looking team at the moment. We have made a few changes. Uh, we'll go through the main ones first. So one of the main changes that I've made is Greg Marju is in and Jermaine Asako is out. Now, I was listening to Beers and Breakeven. Shout out to The Rue. Shout out to Timmy Williams. Uh, they have a great show on Supercoach. was listening, it to, listening, listening to it far out uh, towards the back end of the year. Uh, some great tips on there really helped me sort of get entrenched in my super coach because it was very fantasy related, uh, but now obviously more super coach related um, as this podcast grows because I just love super coach uh, a little bit more than fantasy, especially when your luck with fantasy isn't as good. Uh, but, you know, they were saying that um, Jermaine Asako wasn't really the best option going into round one. Uh, it depends who his center is as well. If it's Herbie Farnworth, Herbie Farnworth's going to be running that ball a lot more um, than passing it. So uh, Jermaine Asako might not score as many tries and not be not be as involved as he was last year. So maybe avoid him until we know that his center is Herbie Farnworth or if it is Jake Avarillo. If it's Jake Avarillo on that right-hand side, which it looks like Jake Avarillo is going to be on the left with Jack Bostock. Uh, but if it is uh, Avarillo on the right with uh, Jermaine Asako, then you can start talking about getting Asako into your side. But uh, for me, I sort of took their advice, took advice from other people as well. They were saying pretty much the same thing, agreed with it. Marju's in my team. I think that Marju on that left-hand side, you've got Kalen Ponga, Tyson Gamble going down that side. Tyson Frizzell's moving over to that side as well. Bradman Best, the best. You know, you've got so many quality players on that left-hand side. And because Ponga's going to be roaming down that side, and because he does roam that down that side a lot, that side of the field, that left-hand side, is going to be getting a lot of traffic. And that means a lot of ball uh, for Greg Marju. And a lot more ball for Greg Marju as well, because Dom Young's not in the side anymore. Dom Young is on that right-hand side. They aren't going to target him on the right. It's going to be more traffic, even more than last year going down the left, and that means Greg Marju is going to be in for a big year. He is expensive. He is 789.2K, which is a lot. It is a fuckload of money to be spending in your back line, but I have gone cheap in other areas of the back line as well, which have sort of made room for Greg Marju to come in, but he's one that I think is worth the price tag uh, in terms of the back line spots, so I've got him in my team. 
Uh, let's just have a look. I'm, I'm going to think about some other changes that I've made. I think that Sam Walker's new. I brought in Sam Walker uh, into the halfback spot. I'm just trying to think of who I had in there before. I think I had Kyle Flanagan in there before. Uh, but Sam Walker, I feel like as a reserve, will be getting you a fuckload of points on the bench. So I really like Sam Walker um, as a guy to pick in this team. Um, who else have I changed? I've got KO Weeks at 5'8". I might just go through the team, to be honest. Um, there have been a few changes in the back row. I just haven't been keeping track of them as much as I should be. But we will read out the rest of the team and then obviously from there work out what changes we've made. Uh, Tom Starling is definitely one. Uh, we brought Tom Starling in at hooker uh, as well. Um, I just think that whoever I had in there before, I just don't think that's the best option. And you can't really afford too many other backup hookers when you've got so many stars in your side. And when you've got uh, Marshall King, who's pretty much the second most expensive hooker in your team as well. Uh, and Marshall King will be racking up most of my points in the hooking position. So not too worried about that. Uh, by round two, I don't think Tom Starling's going to be in my reserves either. I think I'm going to be moving it over to someone else. But let's go through the side. Let's go through this 17, uh, and then we'll talk about what the plans are going into the season. So uh, my fullback is Kalen Ponga. He's my vice captain. My backup fullback is Tolutau Kala. Uh, and he's obviously dual position as well, so you can move him into the centers if need be, which is what I love about Kala. So Cowler is my backup. KP is my fullback. He's also the vice captain of this side. Uh, Greg Marju, Taylor May. I feel like if he's playing center and playing center long term this year, he's going to rack up quite a few points. Also being on that right-hand side alongside Sunia Taruva, I feel like that's going to be a really nice combination. It actually does depend what side. If he's on that left, he's going to be racking up a lot of points as well, being next to Brian Toe. I feel like either side of the field, he's going to be setting up tries for one of Sunia Taruva or Brian Toe. So uh, Taylor May, I feel like in this Penrith side, is going to be racking up quite a few points. He's going to be one of those underdog plays. He is 458.8K, so quite cheap as well. I like that about Taylor May because he's been out for the whole year. His price has gone down, I believe. So, you know, pounce on him while you can, I guess. Uh, Taylor May. Jesse Arthurs, I feel like he's going to be in this side a lot more. I believe he's injured going into round one, um, potentially. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if he's all good to go. We'll find out. I think he might be back after the trials. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, if he's out, I'm going to put him on the bench to start the year with Ben Trevojevic coming on, depending on if he's playing. Um, that could be a bit of trouble to start the year. I think Ethan Strange might get that 5-8 spot as well, so he might come in. Uh, depending on who is in the starting side out of Ben Trevojevic, Ethan Strange, or KL Iro, uh, they'll come in for Jesse Arthurs if he's not playing in round one. Um, so that is my play there. Uh, Jesse Arthurs, he's a bit 50-50 for round one. If he's not playing, uh, put one of the bench guys on. And I just sort of gave away my bench guys too, which is nice. Uh, but Jesse Arthurs is in my side. Jack Bostock, been confirmed to start for the Dolphins. Uh, he's still very 50-50 as well. Once I say teamless, I could be taking Bostock out uh, and putting someone else in that starting. But Bostock, if he is playing uh, to start the year, he's 314.5K. I really like that uh, for Bostock. I think that's quite cheap compared to some of your other backline players. And I think he's going to do a job for you, especially if he's starting. That is a bargain. And next to Jake Averillo, who's going to be feeding him a lot of ball, 
I feel like he's going to be a top try scorer there at the Dolphins. So, uh, Bo Stock, if he plays the full year, he's going to be that bargain play throughout the year as well. He's someone that I've got in my back line as a bit of a cheapie, just so I can fit in some of the more expensive players. So, my back line is KP at fullback, Jesse Arthurs, Greg Marsu, Taylor May, and Jack Bostock. My backup back line is Tolu Taukawa. Kaliro, Ethan Strange, and Ben Trevojevic. Really high on Ben Trevojevic. I've chucked him into my super coach side off the back of the trial game that he played, just looking as fit as he's ever been, you know, as silky as he's ever been as well. I really do think he has a shot at being in this side somewhere in the 17. Uh, I think he can even take Schuster's back row starting spot as well if he really wants to, uh, which will be really interesting to see if he can do that as well. But if Schuster's out, you know, for the... Starting few rounds, obviously, with that calf injury, we could see Ben Trevojevic take that spot. We really could. I, I'm that high on Ben Trevojevic at the moment. I really liked what I saw from him in the trials. I can't wait to see some more footy from him just to suss out how he's you know, coming into the year. But at the moment, it looks really good. Getting a hat-trick in the trials... Really, really good uh, down that left-hand side as well. It looks like that left-hand side is humming with Luke Brooks on there. And Luke Brooks, his kicking game is phenomenal to start the year as well. So, um, look, we are in for a big year for the Manly Seagulls. I can feel it. Ben Trevojevic, if he's starting or coming off the bench, I feel like he'll be getting decent enough points if you do have him on your bench as a reserve. Uh, but Ben Trevojevic, Ethan Strange, um, Ethan Strange, I feel like, could be starting the year either at 5'8 or at centre. Either way, I feel like he starts the year in first grade. Uh, if not, I won't be surprised either. But I've got him starting the year at, uh, in first grade, whether it be at 6 or at centre. I think it will be at centre. I think that KO Week starts the year at 6. Again, based on team lists, if Ethan Strange is playing 6 and KO Weeks is not in first grade... KO Weeks will come straight out of my side and I'll find someone else to put in. Um, I'll move Ethan Strange into the 5'8 backup role too. Uh, So that's if Ethan Strange is starting at 5'8 to start the year. If Ethan Strange is at centre and KO Weeks is at 5'8, the team stays how it is. Um, But yeah, Ethan Strange, I've got in my team at the moment because I do feel like Either way, he's starting the year in first grade. Uh, and KL Hero, he's just a cheapie I've got there. He's a chance to be in first grade, whether it be to start the year or throughout the year. I feel like he's a big shot at making first grade, so he's in my team uh, at the moment. Just as a spare, just as someone that I think has a chance to make first grade, we'll just have to wait and see for him. We have a spare spot, he's in it. So, uh, decent looking back line there. Moving into the 5'8 role, I've got Dylan Brown starting at 5'8. He is the more expensive 5'8, 780k, but I feel like he will earn that 780k too. I feel like he's going to have a big year. If not, 780k can go to someone else, uh, but I feel like he will definitely earn that money um, in the 5'8 role. I feel like he's in for a big year. Uh, just to improve his running game, his passing game, just to get back to the Dylan Brown we saw in 2022. That was the best Dylan Brown I think we've ever seen. I feel like we need to get back to that form. For Dylan Brown, it sort of dropped off a little bit in 2023. I want to see him skyrocket in 2024 um, and just have a massive year. The Parramatta Reels need a big year. I feel like Dylan Brown's going to be a big part of that. And we discussed who our backup 5'8 is going to be. It is KO Weeks. He's also dual position, KO Weeks. He can play a bit of fullback. If, you know, a Xavier Savage, a Chevy Stewart doesn't work at fullback, KO Weeks is an option. Or if there's injury in that fullback role, KO Weeks is an option there at fullback as well, which is what I like. 
Um, so Kao Weeks is there in the 5'8 jersey to start the year. If he doesn't play uh, to start the year, Kao Weeks, as I said before, Ethan Strange will move into the 5'8 backup role and we'll find someone else as a backline player to replace Kao Weeks at 773.4k. Uh, we'll find someone else. And I think that's really good for a starting 5'8", especially if he's starting in that Canberra side. That is a bargain. I'd be getting him in ASAP. Uh, in terms of halfbacks, my captain, Nathan Cleary. I've gone Cleary over Hines. I feel like Cleary's in for a big year. 912.5K. Yes, it's a fucking expensive, but you're going to get the best out of Cleary. You always do. When he's in hot form, you get the best out of him. You get 100 plus points. Cleary's definitely in my team. He's definitely my captain. I feel like the, the Sharkies as well, a reason not to go for Nico Hines. I do feel like the Sharks are going to drop off this year. I really do. I feel like they're going to struggle without that main state front rower in their side. I think they're also going to struggle just with their you know consistency and if their defense hasn't improved. It's going to be a bit of a tougher year for the Sharks. I don't think they're a top eight side this year. Um, you know, it's going to be very 50-50 as to whether they make the top eight. Um it's, it's all going to be very dependent on Nico Hines. And if it is another year where a lot of pressure is on Nico Hines, there's going to be a bit of trouble. Uh, I'm also keen to see how this Nico Hines and Trindle combination works out. If it doesn't work out well, if the Sharks aren't humming to start the year, Nico Hines just isn't going to be racking you up as much points as a Nathan Cleary and a Penrith Panthers back-to-back-to-back uh, -to -back -to -back side will be. So Nathan Cleary, I've got in there over Hines at the moment. If I'm totally wrong and it's a flip the script, then Nico Hines will come in and that's just the way it is. But I think I'd have to wait a while to make that call. Uh, but Sam Walker is my backup half back too. I like Sam Walker, 610K. Really like that for him. I think that he's in for a big year. I think the Roosters are in for a big year and how can they not be with that side? Uh, absolute weapon, uh, Sam Walker. Lots of potential. Can't wait to see him really skyrocket in 2024. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you don't have Sam Walker in your side as your backup seven, what are you doing? Unless you have Nico Hines in the backup role, get Sam Walker in. 610K, way cheaper than Nico Hines. And the Roosters are probably going to go better than what the Sharks will this season. So get Sam Walker in. He is the pod play. He is the smoky to have a massive year. And he is a smoky to get you around, you know, 90 plus points per game. That's how good I think Nico, uh, Sam Walker can be. So get him in your side. Uh, back row forwards. I've got Tyson Frizzell, as I said, rumored to be moving over to the left-hand side of the field with KP with Greg Marju, with Bradman the best best, with Tyson Gamble. That is a deadly left-hand side. No Dom Young. The left-hand side is going to be getting most of the ball for the Knights. Tyson Frizzell, if he's on that left-hand side, he's going to be running a fuckload of decoys, but he's also going to be getting, be getting a lot of short balls from KP or from Tyson Gamble. I feel like he's going to get a fuckload of points. And at 579.9K, He's a bargain. Get Tyson Frizzell on your team. He is a pod play. He's the definition of pod play this season. Tyson Frizzell, get him in. Uh, Sean Lane, if he starts like I'm hearing he will, personally, in my 17, he comes off the bench. But if he starts, four, 446K, I really like Sean Lane. I think that he can do a lot for you. Um, and I think that if he starts, if he's back to top form, which I think it's going to take him a while to do, 
I think he's the pod play as well. 446.2K. Uh, really like that for Sean Lane. Uh, and if he does come back to his best, he's definitely someone to have in your team. Uh, and then this is a real smoky from me. Talis Duncan. If he starts on that right uh, right edge, yes, they won't be getting as much pill as what a Kamakalamatungi will be on that left-hand side. But if Talis Duncan starts on the right, if he starts and if he plays close to 80 minutes... I think he's, he is someone worth considering. 321.6K. It's not the worst in the world for a back rower. He is a bit of a cheapie, but he also is a bit of a smoky to get some decent points for your footy side. And I think that's a really solid and one of the better back rows for super coach. Tyson Frizzell, Sean Lane, and Talis Duncan, the smoky. Uh, definitely a back row to consider. And then going on to the bench, I've got Bronson Garlic. I think he'll be in the 17, whether it is as a rotational back rower or whether it is as a 14 for Harry Grant. I think he'll be in the side. Uh, regardless, I think he'll wear that 14 jersey, even if they do uh, bring uh, Far Logo onto the bench. I feel like Bronson Garlic will still be there because they do need a backup for Harry Grant. So uh, I think Bronson Garlic will be there. He won't be in my reserves, but he will be a backup in case a back row player gets injured. And being dual position as a hooker, uh, obviously if Jeremy Marshall King gets injured and Tom Starling is going bummo, uh, we can bring in Bronson Garlic. uh, 68.5k2 for Bronson Garlic. It's not too bad. Um, and then we've got Tepai Maroa, also from the Melbourne Storm. I feel like they're going to have him somewhere in the 17 as well. Again, he's not going to be someone that's wearing that reserve tag, but he will be good as a backup, especially if he does end up playing for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, at 264.9K, it's not bad too for Tepai Maroa. Two real cheapies in Garlic and Maroa. Uh, and two guys that will be quite likely, I guess, to be in that 17 for the Melbourne Storm. Um, and then Jed Cartwright, uh, dual position as well, centre, winger, fullback. Uh, keep in mind as well, Tepai Maroa, Tepa Maroa is also uh, dual position. He can play in the front row, so keep that in mind too. Uh, but, uh, Jed Cartwright, dual position, centre, winger, fullback. I've got him in my back row. Um, I think that he could have a decent year as well um, for the... Newcastle Knights, and especially if Dylan Lucas, we're wrong about him and he doesn't get that uh, starting right spot. Um, I think that Jed Cartwright could, you know, snag his way into a starting spot. Or if he comes off the bench, he can play a bit of center winger fullback. Sorry, just center. He's a center winger fullback in uh, Supercoach, but he can play uh, in the centers if there's injury. Uh, he can play in the back row. He can play at lock forward off the bench. He can even play in the middle if you really need him to. He's someone that's going to be racking up. I reckon at least 40, 50 points a game, uh, depending on how many minutes he gets. So Jed Cartwright, someone to consider. He will be wearing the reserve tag to start the year. Uh, And then going into my front row forwards, I've got Adam Fanua Blake at 740K. It's fucking expensive. And if he doesn't start well, he will be getting traded. Uh, But he's in there. I've also got Terrell May. Now, Terrell May, I'm a bit 50-50 on because he's going to Vegas. I just don't know how many points he's going to get. I am taking the risk, though, because I've obviously got big game players like Tyson Frizzell, Sean Lane, Nathan Cleary, Dylan Brown, Greg Mars, UKP, that are going to be racking me up a lot of points. Anyway, I'm taking the risk on Terrell May. I am. I'm going to start with him during the year just because I don't want to have to trade him in later. 
Uh, Terrell May, I'm going to keep him in the starting side. But yeah, look, very 50-50 on it. Same with Tullus Duncan here as well. Same with uh, all those other guys going to Vegas. Jesse Arthurs as well in the starting side. It does worry me a little bit, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but at the moment, Terrell May, he is in my side. Adam Fenor Blake, Terrell May to start. My bench front rowers, Sean Kepi. I'm hearing rumors he could start. He's also a dual position. He can play second row forward uh, in Supercoach as well. So I love the dual position about Sean Kepi. Uh, and I also like Liam Henry. I feel like he's going to be coming off the bench quite a bit um, for the Penrith Panthers and definitely one to watch throughout the year. And Liam Henry is 238.9K. Sean Kepi is 385.4K as well. And at dual position, that's a great price for Sean Kepi. Uh, so two guys to consider as well for the front row. Starting front row, Adam Fenor, Blake, Terrell May. Bench front row, Sean Kepi, Liam Henry. Uh, and then my hookers, I've got uh, Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, he'll be starting for me, 639.1K. He is one of the more expensive hookers, but he's one of the better hookers you're going to get. And if he's playing close to 80 minutes, he's going to be getting your points regardless of how, you know, how he plays, whether it's at, you know, 5 out of 10, whether it's at a whether it's at 10 out of 10, he's going to be getting you a quite a few points. He doesn't give you anything less than a 5 out of 10, Jeremy Marshall King, at the moment. So uh, that's what I like about having him in my team. I don't want to be paying overs for a Harry Grant as well. Uh, I had to fit some other guys in this team, uh, and Harry Grant was the guy I had to sacrifice. I just don't think that uh, when you've got Cleary, Brown, oh, sorry, um, you and you've got Marju, KP, you've got a lot of big game players in your team uh, who are quite expensive. I just don't think you can really go ahead and get Harry Grant as well because it just means you can't fit any of the other spots in your side. So a little bit of compromising there. I've got Jeremy Marshall King, and I think he's going to do a job for me too uh, to start the year. And then my bench hooker is Tom Starling at the moment. Uh, depending on how he plays, uh, obviously, depending on how they want to sort out their rotation, I feel like he'll be a 14 to start the year. Could work his way into a starting side. It depends, as I said, how they want to look going into this year. My gist is it will be Zach Wolford starting at nine, Tom Starling coming off the bench, two different hookers. I don't think they'll go for a Levi or and um, Tom Starling combo. I don't think they'll go for a Levi and Wolford combo either. Uh, I think Levi will start the year in New South Wales Cup, and that's uh, saying a lot about a former uh, representative hooker as well. But Danny Levi, unfortunately, not the same player that he was. Tom Starling's going to be the future. So is Zach Wolford. They're uh, you know, in the 17 over Levi for me. So uh, Tom Starling... 363.8K, it is a little bit overs uh, for me, for Tom Starling. And look, if he doesn't perform, he's getting traded straight away, no questions about it. I just want to take that punt on him and see how he goes. And as I said, it depends how many minutes he plays as well um, and how that starting side looks. A lot of Raiders guys in this Supercoach side aren't safe for me. Uh, It's going to be very dependent on how they start the year. But... Uh, my reserves to start the year, which will change, uh, will be Tom Starling, Jed Cartwright, K.O. Weggs, and Ethan Strange. By round two, it'll be Tolitao Kowler, Ben Trevojevic, Sam Walker, and maybe still Ethan Strange. 
or a Sean Kepi, depending on how he goes and what, what gist we sort of get from him during the trial, stuff like that. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Liking this Supercoach side, I think I'm going to go quite well to start the year, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, hopefully, I don't waste all my trades early. I was quite good. I saved all the boosts right till the end, which was nice as well. Let's see how we go. I'm very excited for Supercoach this year. A little bit more excited than I am for fantasy, and that's saying someone uh, saying something for someone that was very fantasy-based only two years ago. So very keen to see what happens with this Supercoach side, but... I'm liking how I'm looking. I'm liking how I'm looking. Just don't jinx myself too early. One.